Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And so I saw myself say to her, Sister, you right there. And had her to stand up. And then I said to her for the last three nights, from two o'clock on in your room, you've not been able to lie down and sleep and breathe. You had to set up, you see. And then you still struggle for breath. And I saw in the vision her say, yeah, that's right, that's right. I said, the Lord told me to tell you you're healed. Then I pointed to another lady in the congregation, you see, in the vision, and I said, the Lord shows me that you have arthritis. Well, I see you couldn't tell because, you see, we had a, a, a much larger crowd than what's here today, hundreds more. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. We've got to tell you, it's great to know you're listening. Thank you. Today, we're continuing Kenneth E. Hagan's series, Doing the Works of Jesus. We know you're being inspired by the love and compassion of Jesus. Who wouldn't be? He's our perfect example of being a people person. We'll get right into today's message, and afterward, I'll tell you about one of this month's two offers just for you. Here's Reverend Kenneth E. Hagan. Being sent, you know, in the days of Elijah the prophet, there were many widows in Israel. Many widows. But Elijah was sent unto none, save to this city of Sarepta in Sidon. And there you remember a miracle, though the, the gift of working of miracles was manifested through him. And the meal barrel just kept giving meal, and the oil crews just kept pouring out oil. Remember that? Now, what does that, what Jesus tell us? He's telling us that though Elijah is a prophet, though he's anointed by the Spirit of God, though he could work a miracle, the working of miracles was manifested to him in that home, he just couldn't go into any widow's house and do that. Now, why couldn't he? It said he was sent unto none but this one. But this one. Now, look at the next one. Elisha the prophet. In the days of Elisha the prophet, there were many lepers in Israel. Many of them. Now notice what Jesus said. And none of them were healed. Not one single one of them was healed. Save in Naaman the Syrian. Remember the story of Naaman the Syrian? Well, why was there just that one leper healed under his ministry? Because, see, he's anointed by the Spirit, and that's the only one the Spirit of God told him to do anything about. That is, if you're going to minister like this. You understand what I'm saying to you? I've been in services, you know, where, uh, like I've said many times, using different illustrations, that, uh, that there, were some, there were people there on stretchers. Now, sometimes, in praying in the Spirit, two or three times through the years, the night before, or before I went to the service, as a praying in the Spirit, I had a vision. Now, I, for instance, in one meeting, I, I saw a lady lying there, you know, in the vision. Now, in my room, about uh, around 4 o'clock in the morning. And I knew it was this next night's service. And I saw this lady lying on that stretcher. And I saw myself say to her, now on this occasion, I went down there by her, never did touch her. But I went off the platform and stood down, like, for instance, if she's lying on this bed here, see. And I, I, and I see, I'm seeing this at 4 o'clock in the morning lying on my bed. And I said, uh, the Lord shows me that you've been bedfast over two years. 
Then I heard myself, I didn't hear what she said, I heard myself say, are you afraid to try to get up and walk? And then I heard her say, no. And I heard myself say, arise and walk in Jesus' name. I saw her get up and walk off well. Then I saw myself point to a lady. In fact, I'd done these other two first. I pointed to a lady that was sitting, oh, maybe five or six seats back from right here, you know, from the pulpit here, just about five or six pews, or rows of seats back, you see. And, and the reason I recognize her in the service seat is because that there at four o'clock morning, I saw her in her bed, setting up just, <sighs> and checking her heartbeat. And I knew that from two o'clock on to six o'clock every morning for the last three nights, she couldn't breathe lying down. She had to set up and then didn't breathe right and her heart didn't beat right. And so I saw myself say to her, Sister, you right there. And had her to stand up. And then I said to her, for the last three nights, from two o'clock on in your room, you've not been able to lie down and sleep and breathe. You had to set up, you see. And then you still struggle for breath. And I saw in the vision her say, yeah, that's right, that's right. I said, the Lord told me to tell you you're healed. Then I pointed to another lady in the congregation, you see, in the vision. And I said, the Lord shows me that you have arthritis. Well, I see you couldn't tell because you see, we had a, a much larger crowd than what's here today, hundreds more. And I'd never been there before, you know. Well, even you sitting back there, I wouldn't know some of you folks whether you had arthritis, whether you didn't, you sitting in the seat back there. And I said, the Lord told me to tell you you were healed, praise God. So I went out to the service that night. Now I know ahead of time what's going to happen. A lot of time, when I say a lot of times, I don't mean just happens every month or two, but I mean every once in a while it happened that way with me. Uh, and, and I'll say, uh, and, and that's the way the Spirit works sometimes. And, and I know ahead of time what's going to happen because I already saw it. If you'll read about Jesus here, and we read that yesterday, he said, whatever I see my Father do, I do. Praise God. I can't of myself do nothing, he said. And we can't of ourselves do nothing. And so I went out to the service and I preached my sermon and incidentally I heard myself preaching, you see. So I knew what I was supposed to preach because I heard myself preaching the sermon. And so I, uh, I, I preached my sermon and then when I finished my sermon, you see, I, I saw this lady, see, I recognized her, I'd never seen her before in my life, but because I'd seen her in the vision at four o'clock that morning, I pointed to her and said to her, you know, you've been sitting up in bed from two to four o'clock on breathing because you couldn't breathe otherwise, struggling for breath. She said, yeah, that's right. I said, the Lord told me to tell you, never touched her. Then I pointed to the woman about the arthritis. She was healed. And incidentally, three weeks later, she's in one of my meetings and still healed. I mean, you know, body completely. And then uh, uh, with a woman on the stretcher, I just did what I saw myself and she walked off well right there in front of everybody. Right in front of everybody. The only difference was that when I said to her, the Lord shows me you've been bedfast over two years, she said two years and seven months to be exact. That was the only difference. And she got up and walked off. Now, why don't you do that with everybody that's bedfast? Uh, now, ministering like that, unless the Spirit of God told you so, or is in it, you can't. Jesus said, I can't of myself do nothing. If it's just me doing it, it won't work. You know, that's why so many things don't work. <laughs> See, we have, we're zealous and we want to do it all right. I mean in this area. 
trying to minister here. So there is an area of ministry here. Thank God for it. Praise the Lord. And it will be manifested more or less according to how the church prays for these things or don't pray for them. If they don't know to pray for them and ask for them, they won't be manifested. If they do know to pray for them and ask for them and still don't, they won't be manifested. We, in, in the day prior, service, we read about that in that fourth chapter of Acts. Now, I want to show you something here that, that'll help you. You remember in the third chapter of Acts, Peter and John were on the way into the temple, you know, and through the gate called Beautiful, and there sat a man crippled there, begging alms. And remember, the man was healed. Went in the temple, walking, leaping, praising God. Remember that Peter and John were taken into question by the Sanhedrin of the council and were commanded, threatened, and commanded to preach and teach no more in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then in the fourth chapter of Acts, the 23rd verse, it says, And being let go, Peter and John, now being let go, they went into their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. And they, the whole company of believers, lifted up their voice in prayer unto God and so on. It gives their, the, uh, the consensus of their prayer. And when you get down to the end of it, they pray, grant that thy servants shall be enabled to speak thy word with boldness by stretching forth thine hand to heal the sick and that signs and wonders may be wrought in the name of the holy child Jesus. They prayed these things would happen. Now let's stop and analyze that just a little bit and show you how our wrong thinking has defeated us. Did you know if we're defeated as individuals in life, it's because we're thinking wrong, believing wrong, and talking wrong? If as a group of people, a church, or a group of people, if we're defeated, it's because as a group we're thinking wrong. Mainly, most of us are, are thinking wrong, talking wrong, and believing wrong, and talking wrong. Amen. Now, you see, here's, here's the kind of thinking that people have had, and this is what's defeated them, you see. Well, yeah, but now, Brother Hagin, that was Peter and John, and they were apostles, you know. And the apostles had that kind of power, you know. I mean, they just sort of carried it around with them in their pocket, you know, just when they wanted to, turned it off or on. Well, now, you see, if this had been like most people, then they had to pray, now, Lord, you help Peter and John to keep on using the power that they've got, the gifts Lord, those gifts that Peter and John's equipped with, may they just keep on operate. You notice they didn't pray that way? I said, did you notice they didn't pray that way? Because Peter and John couldn't operate them anyhow. Now stop and think. They may be manifested through them, but Peter and John cannot operate them. That's where we get in trouble. We try to do it. I said, we tried to do it. Amen. Amen. No, you see, they prayed that the Lord would stretch forth his hand by healing the sick. And the signs and wonders will be wrought in the name of the holy child, Jesus. No, they didn't do those things. You think the apostles were above Jesus? He said, I can of myself do nothing. Didn't he? I said, didn't he? I said, didn't he? Well, the apostles then, they're not better than him or greater than him. The servant's not greater than master. They can of themselves do nothing. They have to depend upon the Holy Spirit. Praise God forevermore. Well, I could tell you if I had time about different manifestations of the Spirit in, in areas of healing and in some other areas. You see, because it's the same spirit. There are diversities of operation, but it's the same spirit. But you see, uh, those things 
I can't manufacture them. I, I've, I've pushed every button, pulled every lever, <laughs> and set everything in the same place. Nothing happened. But then when the Spirit of God's in it, it, it happens. Praise the Lord. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the Doing the Works of Jesus package. This offer is stuffed full of tools that will guide you in ministering to others as Jesus does. You'll receive seven separate mini-books, Unforgiveness, Ministering to the Brokenhearted, and Showdown with the Devil, all by Kenneth W. Hagan, and How to Walk in Love, Plead Your Case, God's Medicine, and the Bible Way to Receive the Holy Spirit, all by Kenneth E. Hagan. And you'll receive the four CD series you're listening to now, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 1, in its entirety. This is a great offer. To order now, please call us at 1-888-FAITH-99 or 1-888-324-8499. That's 1-888-324-8499 to order the Doing the Works of Jesus package right now. You may also visit rhema.org to order if that's easier for you. Thank you for your support. If you'd like to contact us at Rama for Today Radio, please do so in one of the following ways. Write to us at Rama for Today Radio, P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Or send us an email to partnerservices at rhema.org. That's partnerservices at r-h-e-m-a dot o-r-g. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. We are now taking applications for Rainbow Bible Training College yes. for the January intake. So if you're interested in learning more about the Word of God or you're interested in finding your place in the body of Christ, well, go right now to rhema.org and find out all about Rhema. Find Rhyme. out all about Rhema. Yeah, yes. that's the best place in the world to do it. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, Kenneth E. Hagan continues his series on doing the works of Jesus. We'll pick up with this great message then. So join us 